Hello and welcome to the SYP podcast. My name's Charlotte Parr and today I'm here with Susie Asprey from Inspired Selection who's going to be talking to us about how to get a job when you're stuck at home in quarantine. <laughs> Hello Susie. Hello, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming and having a chat with me today. Now obviously the situation at the moment is a bit um, unusual and I know that particularly for students coming out of university and job seekers, it's a bit of a stressful time. So mm. from your perspective, um, how has the current situation affected the job market in publishing? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's such a, a great question to ask because I think, first of all, um, everybody coming out of university now um, just needs to take the pressure off themselves. These are unprecedented times that we are in. We are not in any kind of new normal. So um, I think for anybody who thought they'd be applying for jobs now, uh, if you if you find jobs to apply for, fantastic. But there has been a huge drop in live jobs, as you'll have seen across the job boards. Um, we've been seeing, you know, figures of around a kind of 80% drop off from where it was. But as I said, do not panic because um, a lot of jobs that have gone away are simply on hold and the majority of them will come back and they will hire when face-to-face -face interviews can happen and onboarding processes can happen again. So it's one of those things where not all jobs um, can be onboarded remotely there is a lot that goes into that process and not all businesses are built to kind of be able to do that businesses are still hiring business critical roles so they're still um, very much uh, live in terms of you will see jobs that we're advertising such as maternity covers and temporary roles life does go on quite literally you know those maternity <laughs> covers are still going to happen and people will need to fill those roles they are much more we're much more looking at the more kind of um second jobber upward um generally with those type of of contracts but um so i think entry level roles which is mainly what what you guys are, are talking about here um you will see a massive drop off there but as i said do not panic because this is temporary i can't stress that enough the market will come back and life will return to normal so it's really important to keep positive in these times yeah i completely agree with you susie that's a nice positive message uh, that, to hear during these um uncertain times mm. so while students and job seekers are stuck at home what would you recommend they do to try and make the most of this time and to make themselves more employable for when things return to normal and the job market picks up again this is such a great question again because there is so much that you can do i and I'd like to extend this advice to anybody who's being furloughed as well at the moment, because there's a lot of people at home not working um, and feeling probably quite overwhelmed in what they should be doing or because there is so much out there. But the types of things that are going to be fantastic to kind of get involved in during this time, whether you've worked or not, 
there are so many volunteering schemes out there um, with the NHS or the farmers. There are so many opportunities to go and help the country and the local communities in in beating this situation that we're in so if you're not employed right now or even if you're being furloughed i'm sure your employers would absolutely love it um, if you were to to go and volunteer and give back on on sort of their behalf as well um, so that there are some lovely stories and amazing warm stories that we can tell on how you guys have helped during COVID 19 and we need positive stories and we need that at the moment so much. And so I think that would be amazing. If, if you think about interviewing as well, the amount of experience that you'd get and skills that you would learn in those roles would also be really helpful for coming into a first time job. Um, I think you need to be part of the story, whatever happens. So even if you are raising money for charity, that would be absolutely incredible also. Um, upskill. There are so many webinars and free online courses that you can take right now. There's probably far too many to mention, but I know that my guys have been using FutureLearn. Um, so I'd really advise um, that platform. Um, there's some digital marketing, social media courses, those kind of things, which are really key. Um, right. I mean, we are a creative industry full of budding writers and authors, I'm sure. So do do you get creative? Maybe write a blog on your COVID-19 experience. Uh, you could create your own book club. Make sure you, you look at how you could get fitter, get healthier. Uh, so important for mental health as well. Um, get cooking. Take up a new language <laughs> or a hobby. Um, all these kind of things are, are real success stories that you can talk about. Um, it will also really help, as I just mentioned there, with, with your positivity and your mental health, using this time guilt-free. So stop panicking about um, there not being any jobs and, and think about what actually you um, can get out of this experience with so much free content um, out there. I just think it's such a brilliant um, time. And the last thing I would just mention is networking. There are still lots of events where you can go online, lots of um, mass Zoom events, um, networking, seminars, um, author events, and they're channeling through kind of Zoom or Twitter, Instagram and Facebook Live, that kind of thing. Look on Eventbrite um, and Twitter and you'll see those kind of things coming through. That's some amazing help. Thank you so much for that, Susie. There's, say, there's so many different ways that you can access learning while at home. So mm -hmm. it's really good to condense that all into, into one answer, perfectly formed answer to a question. <laughs> So talking a bit more generally, um, what would you, what are your top tips for people starting or early on in their career in publishing for getting a job once they finally manage to get out there? I mean, in a, new, in a normal world uh, where there are jobs to apply for, um, I always advise being really flexible in your, in your kind of first job. Um, by that, I mean, you know you'll only know a small part of of the industry that you're applying for so if it is publishing you might just know about editorial roles in fiction or non-fiction and that's where we see have always seen for many many years 
the biggest volume of applications. So if you just stick to that, that's going to be the most competitive entry into publishing. So be a bit flexible and do lots of research around the other functions of a publishing company. Um, another thing to sort of think about is hustling your way in. So a lot of people coming into publishing have done paid internships. Um, and I think making the most of those internships is really key to getting your first job. Um, a word here, please, after this period, if you're going to an internship, make sure they're paid because we do not need to go back to unpaid internships following this. There's no reason to. And we're, the industry has worked so hard, SYP included, to really sort of drill down and drum down on these, on these companies that are not paying people for long periods of work. And it's not right. And so we need to make sure that, that people aren't accepting unpaid internships. But anyway, in these internships, make the most out of it. So hustle your way around that business, asking lots of questions and understanding what everybody's doing and seeing what else you can do. No job in that internship is too much trouble. So always be sort of um, open and positive and creative and and try and try and help and add value um, into into the into the business that you're in. They'd probably be my top two tips I think and make sure probably the third if there was one um, just to kind of try and attend as many networking events as you can if not online um, like follow it on Twitter and interact that way too. Definitely I know there's quite a publishing community particularly on on Twitter and I know at the moment yeah. shamelessly plugging the SYP here <laughs> well we classic have, example <laughs> <laughs> we have um we have some events uh coming up that we're that we had already planned that we are rescheduling for Twitter so and I know there are a lot of other companies who are doing the same and organizations mm. that are doing the same so yeah, and I think it's brilliant. The SYP has been amazing at innovating and problem solving and still bringing this really valuable content to people who are trying to get into publishing and those already in publishing and early in their careers. And I just think it's really commendable. So well done to you guys. Well, thank you very much, Susie. <laughs> um, so when you've applied for that job, what would you say that employers in general are looking for when they're hiring for roles i mean coming out of covid i think this is a topic we're going to be talking about quite a lot in the next few weeks um i mean every day in our roles we're talking to ceos heads of houses um across all the different functions as well like what what what's happening what are you seeing what trends what do you think is going to you're going to be looking to hire and um across the board now more than ever publishers are going to be looking to hire really exceptional and creative talent um you know that we really do you really do need to be able to demonstrate um that your you have a skill set that is going to absolutely 
help that business, that publisher to move forward creatively and commercially. So the types of um, skills um, we will be looking for, looking to hire, whether it is in any of the, the different functions, editorial, marketing, sales, um, publicity, production, um, flexibility. So this adaptability, being able to to you know cope with this kind of a situation who knew that this was going to happen none of us but the the winners in this situation are the ones that pick up um adapt the way they're working they're flexible towards this approach and they they put in even more effort to kind of make this work for the business um on on that same theme the second skill would be problem solving it's an absolute must um you know if you can problem solve and it and you need to be able to you need to find workarounds so in in production i mean i can't imagine what it's been like to be in production with china first of all going down and then having to move all the sort of production to europe and then that then following suit and all these um you know distribution issues like trying to get books to market and things like that Problem solving is an absolute must in publishing. Um, I think we, we're going to be needing to see a real understanding of the commercial side of publishing. So being able to demonstrate commercial acumen, even at this entry level stage, I think would be a real, a, a real must and a real key. So you need to understand the publishing business side of things. So maybe in this time, you can look up, um, do some research around that. I think long gone are the days where people are hiring people because they love reading or they love a particular author. You know, we need harder, um, more impactful skill sets coming through. Um, you need to be able to de demonstrate fantastic planning skills. So being organized and forward looking. I think there's nothing more appealing than having someone in front of you interviewing who knows exactly where they want to get to. As long as it's within the career trajectory of that role, um, if you know what I mean. So um, you don't want somebody sat in front of you that wants to do something completely different. Um, so just make sure it's, it's relevant to that company and that role, uh, where that role might grow to. So do some research around where that role when you're interviewing could go to. I think um, having that kind of an answer is a much more interesting conversation than someone says, I don't really mind, because you might think they're not really that sort of forward thinking. Um, you've got to think digital. It's not just about the printed book anymore, especially coming out of COVID, where supply chains have been challenged, as I've said before. So um, we need to think digital. Um, our you know publicity side of things looking at all the the launches the events they've all gone online how do we promote our authors in this time and things like that that's why you see so many creative events happening and um, which is why it's such an exciting time um and then obviously positivity so this is your time to shine um so compliment the brand, the business, celebrate in the successes that they've achieved if you're interviewing with people, but even in your role. The, so I'm trying to give you some advice, but if you're in your role now, um, what you can do to kind of move forward, but also how, what are they hiring? What, what are people going to be hiring? So this positivity is really, really key. Um, you know, 
complementing a business's approach to COVID coming back, those kind of things will be really noticeable. Um, and also it will enthuse and create sort of uh, increased productivity and creativity in the workplace if you are naturally a positive person it needs to be genuine as well so you can't fake it <laughs> so you really do need to feel positive um about about stuff and I think that's a real key thing when you're applying for something if you really if it's really doesn't feel exciting to you I, I would probably say don't apply um bearing in mind I just said be flexible but that that authenticity in 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 job applications and in your job is is really key um because that's when you'll shine more in your in your interview process and things like that yeah i agree you have to want to have that excitement for a mm. for a job role if you're applying for a job that doesn't excite you and you don't feel positive about it's probably not the path for you that's right yeah so once you've fought past everyone and you've managed to secure an interview what would you say are the best ways to prepare for an interview so go back to your application the reason you've got an interview is because of that application so first of all know your cv and covering letter inside and out you don't want to be on the back foot if you've written about a hobby that you've never done in your life you know you need to know that that application inside and out um, and the most important thing is then read, rereading through the job description and their website, having a look at what, what they've been doing in the news recently. So know that company and that, that job inside and out and why you're applying to it. So you need to, you need to be able to say with confidence why you think you'd be the best person for that job and what skills you're bringing to that role. Um, they, these are the two most difficult questions to answer, but you need to be clear on those answers because you're probably gonna be asked them. Um, and then some practical things, plan your journey carefully to make sure you're not late. Um, make sure you know the names of the people who are gonna be interviewing you. There's no such thing, this is one of the things we always say, there's no such thing as enough preparation for an interview. Um, so do find out, do some Googling, look on the bookseller.com to see what, what um, kind of press they've had recently. The more preparation you do, the more confidence you're going to gonna have on the day um, we've actually recently written um, a blog on video interviews as well which is on our website um, which could be really helpful for anybody who is video interviewing at the moment because it is there are a slightly different set of rules so other things like you know when you're meeting the interviewers make sure you kind of shake their hand uh, with a firm handshake and look them in the eye during the during the course of the interview when you're video interviewing it's really different because you want to look at the camera not at the screen so it's almost like not eye contact when you're talking and then looking at them when they're talking it so it, there are some hints and tips on on how to engage the most because if you're looking at the camera rather than the screen then when the interviewer is looking at you on the screen you're maintaining eye contact so it's it's quite um so not alien to us but a different way of communicating and um, that needs a little bit of practice so practice with your with your pals um, if you can before video interviewing 
but you should also practice anyway for any interview rehearsing your your stories your key examples um, so the more practice and and the more confident you feel on that company on your experience the more likely of success you're going to have and always always go with interesting questions to ask at the end well I think that is a great note to finish on thank you so much for joining us I know I've really enjoyed listening to your insights. I'm sure our listeners will too. You're very welcome. As I said, we uh, Inspired Selection, we are writing lots of content at the moment with lots of advice on these, these types of questions anyway. So please do feel to, free to go to our website. It's inspiredselection.com. We also did some podcasts last year on lots of different topics. So there's there's one on interviewing, there's one on, um, you know, that goes into much more detail how to get a job in publishing and things like that. So do feel free to, to sort of visit that and um, take some of that content as well. Um, and also for SYP members, um, you might know about our toolkit which we host on our website, which has even more information on how you can get a job in publishing Perfect. and start your career. So there's plenty of information out there for you to find. Many thanks again to Susie. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the SYP podcast and hopefully we'll see you again soon. Don't forget to check out SYP Oxford on Twitter at SYP underscore Oxford and on our Instagram as well, where we have some great mini book reviews to give you some reading inspiration while you're in lockdown. To keep up to date with all things SYP, please sign up to our newsletter on the SYP website at thesyp.org.uk. Can't wait to see you guys again soon.